The Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. I didn't work at the shop yesterday and spent the day sewing. I like sewing. It's a relaxing craft, and I enjoy making my own clothes. There's a lot to be said for creating a -a one-of-a-kind garment for yourself. My motive for sewing is twofold. It is relaxing, and I can own unique clothes at a fraction of the price of boutique clothing. This made me think of why we do things. I remember having subject choices in high school. We could choose between physics and chemistry, which was one subject called science, and biology. The only other choice was between math and typing. In those days before the advent of computers, typing was an actual school subject. I chose math and science, and the reasons I gave were that I didn't like typing and that I didn't like all the studying that biology entailed. Those reasons were true, but they weren't the only reasons. My real reason was that it was accepted that the clever children took science and math. I wanted to be in the clever group. I did well enough in those subjects to be able to do them and pass, but my motive was twisted. Being clever is so overrated. All it means is that you know enough subject matter to be able to pass a test well. I was useless at sports, so I suppose I thought that doing well academically would gain me, gain me some recognition. It did not, and the prize that you collect at awards ceremony only gives you 10 seconds of fame. Fame is like an ice cube in summer. It gives a little bit of joy and then it melts to be forgotten forever. I didn't have any passion for the subjects I chose. Well, okay, for those I didn't choose too. I think if there had been um, subjects like art and needlework, my my high school career would have been a much more enjoyable period. But that is in the past, and I thank the Lord that He has saved me and delivered me from seeking attention. James 4 verse 3 When you ask, you do not receive, because you ask with wrong motives. That you might spend what you get on your pleasures. It's all about our motives, our heart, and God knows exactly what's going on in our hearts and our minds. That's just such a big concept to understand. How can someone know my deepest thoughts and desires without me having said anything? Sometimes without me even knowing that I have them. Galatians 6 verse 7 Do not be deceived. God will not be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. We cannot fool God. We might be able to deceive people and even ourselves at times. But we cannot deceive God. He knows everything. Acts 8 verse 9 to 25 tells of Simon the sorcerer who amazed people with his magic. He then got saved and was baptized and started following Philip around, marveling at the signs and wonders he did. When Peter and John arrived in Samaria and laid hands on people so that they received the Holy Spirit, Simon also wanted to do the same. He offered them money to be able to receive it. Verse 20 to 23, Peter answered, 
May your money perish with you because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry because your heart is not right before God. Repent of, the, of this wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Simon clearly had the wrong motive for wanting to receive the Holy Spirit. Peter's words might sound harsh, but that is how serious having the wrong motive is. We have to make very sure that when we do things, our motives are pure and correct. Firstly, we cannot manipulate God. This is not possible because He sees into our hearts. And secondly, we are going to reap the consequences of our actions. It's better to sit down and think long and hard about why we want to do something, rather than rush into it for the wrong reasons. We must not just think about it, but also pray about it. And be assured that when God leads us, we cannot go wrong because He truly has our best interests at heart.